Super casual takes about the Los Angeles Clippers. We're big fans. Um, my name is Carlos. Uh, I am joined by two other folks. Um, not to discount them or anything, but uh, yeah. I'm Jason. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Devin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, uh, welcome to the very first podcast. Of Clips Ahoy. Uh, we're kind of winging this and just kind of going off of a very, 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 very rough script. So we'll see what we do and hopefully we can make out yeah. of this without, uh, you know, making you guys cringe uh, as you guys listen to this uh, podcast. So I think the first thing we should talk about is who we are. Like, I think people know. Well, obviously, people don't know us. But. <laughs> well, the people listening to this probably know us. I don't think any strangers are watching <laughs> yeah. this. Like, you know. They'll just, just wait until <laughs> like, we look at it. And They'll it's just like, be our moms and <laughs> cousins. <laughs> Only if she understood English. <laughs> um, yeah, so so hopefully uh, we get some listeners and they take solace in our sultry and sexy voices. Mm-hmm. So okay. let's just go around and <laughs> guess talk about how we became Clipper fans or why you're a Clipper fan. Hey, Jason, then, this is your brainchild. Why don't you go ahead okay, and start? I'll go first. So I actually didn't become a Clipper fan until Shaq left the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, the first basketball game I attended was a was a Clipper game. I think they were playing the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> And I remember cheering for Ray Allen on the Milwaukee Bucks. Damn. <laughs> That's a while back. So this was a while back. It was probably like 97. It was the same Ray Allen that hit that one three-point shot on the heat, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And okay. Celtic days, too. Oh, yeah, sort of Celtic days. Yeah. So ever since Shaq left the Lakers, I didn't know who to like, root for. And... For whatever reason, always so you're watching. saying you were a Laker fan? Is I was that what you're saying? <laughs> During the 2000, uh, the three key Phil Jackson. This changes what I think about you. <laughs> so we, just, we just met Jason today on the street, and he was looking for some random dude. I didn't, I didn't know his sordid past to do this <laughs> podcast. Well, let me explain. <laughs> Jeez. So, I like Shaq because he was a big, he was a big guy, big personality. For the most part, like, he looked so dominant and powerful. And, like, I knew about the Clippers and kind of felt lost. So I started watching the Clipper games because they were also being broadcasted. Uh, and there was a player named Elton Brand. He was a power forward, kind of like a dark horse compared to the other, like, superstars in the league. But he was also just as dominant. Well, probably not as dominant as Shaq, but to a lesser extent. But the way he played the game was so different than any other big man at the time. Mm-hmm. So his play style, probably more akin to like how the Gasols played. 
Um, and ever since then, I just kept watching the Clippers, and that was the team I rooted for. That was the team I played in, like, NBA 2K, NBA Live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's who I started the franchise with. Traded everyone for <laughs> Alan Iverson, so I had Alan Iverson and Elton Brand on the same team. Man, NBA 2K, those were the days. That's how I became a Clipper fan. And just ever since then, mm-hmm. I went through the mostly down years, and then we had that small playoff run with Sam Cassell and Elton Brand in the Lob City days. Yeah. And then to now. So. The second future thing, future NBA championship team. Yeah, Clippers. you got to think of them as a future NBA championship. Well, yeah, team, especially yeah? now. Yeah, we got a lot riding on this team. If we don't win, it's it's, it's our season to lose. Yeah, it's so weird being like, now we're at the top. Like that's our expectation. But uh, second thing was um, all-time favorite Clipper. So I think I already mentioned Elton Brand, um, but if. There was one player to surpass that, obviously. Blake Griffin was kind of changed the franchise the past decade. Um, and how people looked at us. How people look at us now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, so that's my story. Cool, man. Well, welcome to the Clipper Nation. Clips Ahoy! <laughs> All aboard, buddy! Um, <laughs> I'm like trying to think of like a sound like choo choo like choo choo. We're taking the Clipper train now. Uh, how many chuggas? Uh, how many chuggas do you have to say before you say choo choo? Six. I think that was rhetorical. I mean, seriously, like, how many chuggas is it before you? Say choo-choo. How many do you do? I don't think I've ever done chugga-chugga-choo-choo. Okay, well, there you go. You just did it twice. Definitely not two. You said six. Chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga. Chugga-chugga-choo-choo. That's a lot of chuggas. I usually go chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-choo-choo. Now, how often are you going chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-choo-choo? All right. So, anyways, I'm Carlos. I am a huge Clipper fan. And uh, we, we we might be interrupted by our special guest here, Bruce. Carlos, uh, you sound like a dog. <laughs> just a huge dog. What breed? Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Mix. Mix. Basically, it looks like a huge black lab. Anywho, uh, I'm Carlos. Uh, I'm a pretty huge Clipper fan, um, and I've been following since about maybe 1999. Um, that was back when you used to see the commercials uh, for the Clippers to go to their games. Uh, you'd see it on the buses, like, go to the Clippers. Yeah. Um, you would see it on the buses, you would see it on billboards and stuff. And, like, they did heavy marketing at the time. I, would, I remember watching it on TV because uh, they had a deal where they were uh, airing Clipper games on KTLA 5. Mm-hmm. And it was Lamar Odom, and he was like, come on and join the Clippers. Right? And it was just really, it was like, it wasn't very enticing at the time, but it was my first NBA game that I saw live. So that's one of those things that really stick out. Plus, being realistic and real talk, tickets were really cheap. In this case, they were free when I ended up going. And it was just really cool to just be down in the lower bowl. Um, 
To be honest, I think they were free, like, even during Lob City days. Because my brother would give me, like, oh, I did the flood drive on the free kids. <laughs> oh, damn, man. But anyway. Well, whatever. Everything free is welcome That in that case. Um, but, yeah, so uh, my, my favorite player, uh, I guess, since you kind of mentioned players from back in the day and, and today, I guess some of my, I guess it's like a pair of players, uh... I really enjoyed uh, Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles just because they would do this um, every time they would get really hype and they would get you know, they would score real you know really well or whatnot they do they clench their fists they hit it on the top of the head and it was like that was like the salute it was like yo represent Clipper Nation what's up all aboard. And then, uh, and then, current uh, obviously he's not a Clipper anymore. But it would be Blake Griffin changed the franchise for what it was. The guy was a uh, huh? Velake. Yeah, Velake. Velake Griffin. Um, yeah, man, the guy. Uh, really, he was a he was a huge hope for the organization. You know, being a, a rookie of the year. No, even though he missed that one uh, season, he was just injured as a rookie. Yeah. But he came out with like bang man, and um, uh, that and and just after he left, it kind of bummed me out. But um, right now, uh, at, at current, 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 with the upcoming season, I'm really rooting for Paul George. Um, but we'll talk about yeah. that a little bit later. But anywho, that's me. Yeah. So. Uh so my past with the Clippers, you know, I was I was a real casual fan, but uh, growing up in L.A., you basically you got two choices for most, uh, you know, sports. You, you're either a Angels fan or you're a Dodgers fan. You're either a Lakers fan or you're a Clippers fan, and uh, I definitely was not a Lakers fan. So uh, in my uh, younger days, I was just by default a Clipper fan. I wasn't really following them much. Whenever a game was on, I was always root against the Lakers more than anything else, but, you know, I, <laughs> but I enjoyed watching the Clippers when, uh, you know, they, they they had better games, you know, that maybe during the, the Kobe and Shaq days, they, they definitely weren't the, the best team in the league by far, but they were more interesting games to watch, you know, uh, but uh, started getting really into the Clippers and paying a lot of attention to them when uh, me and Carlos started going to the games all the time back in what, Lob City days, 2012, 2011 franchise? Yeah, the right, yeah. When, right when CP3 ended up coming over. Exactly. Uh, I ended up getting a, I ended up getting season tickets. Um, but that was just for one seat. And that was just for me because it was all I could afford at the time. <laughs> but, and then afterwards, I felt a little generous. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a pair because for the, for the games that I can go to, I'd be able to sell them. But more than half of those games... I was accompanied by Devin, so Devin yeah. would always just come come with me. And then for the next two seasons after that, we bought the season tickets together yeah. and then went to every game, yeah. every home game. Uh, back before we had uh, jobs that uh, made us uh, get up yeah. and the ass crack of the yeah. morning. to grow up. <laughs> exactly. Good old days. But uh, CP3, definitely my favorite Clipper by far, you know. Uh Rooting for the underdogs of the Clippers, it was always fun to root for the small man on the court. You know, he's got you know twice as much uh, effort out there as any other player just to be able to mm-hmm. make those plays and uh, being able to set everything up. 
And then uh, looking forward, I think uh, probably my, what I'm most excited about for the current roster is going to be uh, Kawhi. You know, I think everyone's really expecting a lot out of him. You know, we got three All Stars now on the team. You just got to make sure that uh, we uh, are greater than the sum of our parts and actually can uh, can pull this one out. Mm-hmm. So talking about the uh, the newcomers to this season, uh, what are you guys looking at as far as uh, your expectations? You know, Paul George, Kawhi. What are you guys really looking forward to seeing? Um, I'm I'm just looking forward to seeing a lot more synergy, a lot more, a lot more energy and whatnot, just in general. Um, and this this whole thing about where we're kind of like the top dog. Like me personally, I kind of like being the underdog because if I'm not mistaken, I think the Lakers, by Vegas odds have a higher percentage of winning yeah. the championship. Yeah, that's a bad take. <laughs> number two is is the Clippers. So they have they have like Lakers like at forty seven percent or something. And they have the Clippers like at thirty seven percent. Which is weird because I'm not used to ever seeing or hearing about the Clippers just being hey. last year they weren't even in like their odds were to make the playoffs are so low. Yeah. yeah. That going into the postseason, uh, Doc Rivers made a comment mm-hmm. about how we weren't really being respected by anyone <laughs> during last year's run. But we really came out of nowhere, right there. We had we had a good regular we, we season. Had a, we had a good that, roster, but we didn't know we would take it this far. Yeah, but even going into the postseason, that series. <clears throat> oh, you yeah. know, if you want to really get into you know pulling one out of nowhere. When we came back, you know, we, we almost had it. You know, that, that curse of not being able to get past the first round of the playoffs has been, you know, horrible in the last, we you know. We didn't make past, we made it past the first round. The second round of the playoffs. Is, well, yeah, the second round, but it, it's, it's been painful. Yeah, Those, those games, because yeah. we, we've been to almost all of them, yeah. you know, at, at home court and to, to every year, you know. yeah, there's always it's so close. It's just right there, you know, just to get to the next. I remember that Mother's Day miracle where we were watching. Uh, me and you were watching mm-hmm. the OKC, yeah, and and Clippers, and they were down like by twenty points or something by like the fourth quarter, and Darren Collison basically took over that quarter altogether, and he came in clutch, and they ended up winning that game by like a point or something. Yeah. I think, yeah. But that was crazy. I just remember that being called the Mother's Day Miracle. Yeah. I forgot we had Collison too. What the hell? He's wrong. No, because he's retired now. Uh, retired. What are the planks, sir? Well, well, that's another problem with the, the recent team, especially since Slob City kind of got yeah, we never... di- dismantled with, you know, J.J. Redick leaving and then Chris Paul and then Blake Griffin. Basically all the starters mm-hmm. from that era are gone. Uh, we've been cycling through starters every yeah. season. You know, every season we have to basically learn all new players for our team. You know? Yeah, just the past like three years. They're just you know they're trying to make it work, and hopefully this will be our year. But mm. it's it's been a rough go in the last you know three or four seasons. Yeah, hopefully with the people that stayed, they just have a lot more chemistry in general, and and they're able to work things out with like the Will and the uh, Contreras. Yep. Yeah, but uh, going back to your comments about having to get past 
Golden State. It seems like that's that's one of the real curses about just where we are on the West Coast. Yeah. You know what? It's, it is. It's a hard, you know. Time. If we were on the East Coast, fuck man, it'd be so oh, yeah, easy. we'd be like, oh, yeah, for sure, one to four CLDs. Exactly, we'd make we'd make uh, probably the finals every year. Yeah, but that's the thing about the Western Conference. I mean, that's yeah. the main yeah you, criticism you, LeBron had when exactly, you yeah. the East Coast. Exactly, you see LeBron moving from Miami and Cleveland, coming over here to Lakers. They don't even make the playoffs. You know that that wouldn't be the case. He can be a, a one man team on the East Coast just because it's an yeah. easier. No conference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we'll talk about more more about that later. So rude. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to follow the outline, Carlos. <laughs> We've got a script here. <laughs> so, obviously, the, the layout of the show, it's a work in progress. We're going to try some different things. But for this show, we're going to talk about the off-season. We had a big off-season. We had some new players, some big players coming in. And we also have some players leaving us. Who were actually well, not not just players, but oh yeah, and our one and only Ralph Waller leaving. Um, oh, dude, and your favorite Mike Smith. He left like two years ago. I know, but still, <laughs> we're still gonna get hurt. Yeah, I mean, I figured that for you, it still hurt. I remember how distraught you were. You know, every time Ralph Waller would be like, "Settle down, Mike Smith." Oh, yeah. Because Mike Smith would always be like, Oh, wow, did you just see Blake? Oh, that amazing jump shot. He's the running of the MVP. It's like... I can handle with that. (laughs) So, anyway. We'll talk about that big off-season. And previous off-season where Mike Smith left here. Settle down, Jason. After that, we'll talk about our expectations for the, the upcoming season. And if we have time, we'll talk about some other subjects regarding the Clippers. So let's start with the off season. So we'll start with Kawhi Leonard, since he was our biggest acquisition. Um, coming off the championship with the Toronto Raptors. He was a free agent. Yeah. Lakers fighting hard to get him. Yeah. If for all the non-LA natives, man, there were billboards everywhere just fighting to advertise him. Like he's going to see a billboard and say, "Yeah, I'm going to decide to go to the Clippers because of this billboard." What <laughs> 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 a weird campaign! I think it was the Knicks, right? The Knicks, they came up with that billboard. Was it? Well, I think everyone had billboards, but oh, like man. the Knicks, everyone laughed at them. I mean, it's the Knicks. No, man, I, I never forget the. Uh, ironically, because Dwight Howard is coming back to the Lakers. <laughs> But I remember that there was billboards that the Lakers would uh, have, and it was called Stay. It was the Stay oh, billboards, yeah. like yeah. Stay White. Yeah. yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. If you're a Laker fan, don't get mad and don't hate on this podcast. I'm just telling it what, you know, like it is. If anything, just hate on Carlos. <laughs> Go ahead. Pretty chill guy. <laughs> I got, I got, I got yeah, man. Your Lakers. Yeah, man. You're, you're welcome aboard here. You, Laker fans are welcome aboard on this podcast. You guys will just be chilling on the poop deck. <laughs> poop deck isn't a bad thing, man. At least I'm not asking them. I won't make them walk the plank. They're already doing that when they're signing all of these players. Um. Uh. So yeah. So back to Kawhi. <laughs> yeah, billboards. Yeah, billboards. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh yeah, just the whole recruiting yeah. process. Yeah. Like we had, there were so many teams after him. There were. Obviously, the Raptors, they wanted him back, mm-hmm. especially after this championship run. And then the Knicks, they were setting up for a big offseason because they had 
I think they had three max spaces. Oh man, they failed really bad on that. Yeah. And the Knicks failed because they set off a lot of cap space. They got rid of somebody else. I don't know if, if they if uh Carmelo's And they got uh, rid of Porzingis. And Porzingis. They got rid of Porzingis to free up some space and that way they can also sign a big free agent, which they anticipated for KD or Kawhi, if I'm not mistaken. It was, they wanted KD and Durant with the Knicks. The funny thing is they went to the Nets. Because <laughs> they're right across the city. Did you um, say KD and Durant? <laughs> oh, sorry. Kyrie and Durant. Did you say Nets? <laughs> to the Nets? You said to the Nets? <laughs> I think you did. Did you say New Jersey Nets? <laughs> it was the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, sorry. <laughs> So, all right, so while Jason's out of commission because he's being slayed right now by his laughter, he's just muting himself. So we're still talking about Kawhi. Yeah, um, the recruiting process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, Toronto didn't get him. As a Toronto Raptor fan that's probably listening to this, is probably zero. Um, I wouldn't even be mad, man. He came in there. He was practically a rental for the year, got the championship. And I would say, and this is the first championship in your guys' franchise, I know. and I'd be happy with that. Like, le- like legit, if Kawhi comes in here, wins the championship, gets MVP or whatnot, and he leaves, I'm not even mad. We got we got the chip already. That's I'm happy with that. You can buy the ring. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'll be there for the ring ceremony. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, um... Uh, yeah, it, the whole recruiting process was, was nuts with, with everybody, all media saying, oh, I have sources, having them going to the Lakers, I have sources, or he's talking, yeah, you know. There was, like, the one, the day before he actually committed to the Clippers, the day before, it was all Lakers. Everyone was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Lakers, Lakers, 90%, Lakers. Why would anybody want to go to the Clippers when you yeah, go to the Lakers? Lakers. We'll say, we, we, we have all the banners. How many championships have you won? Well, that, not only that, 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 but like you team up with LeBron and Anthony yeah. Davis, which uh-huh. it would have been pretty unfair to the league. But Kawhi being Kawhi, somehow pulled the strings to get Paul George to come with him to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And now uh, we're almost unfair to believe with our team. So I wouldn't say that. No, I wouldn't say. Well, because we don't have the experience compared to. No, no, no. We yeah. Like I said, we, we, we need to be able to gel and be able to uh, be synergetic and, and have that team chemistry to actually go through with that. I'm just hoping that, you know, with like Luwell, Montrez, Shamit, um, basically the whole crew from last year that still remain. They still have that. Um, that they still have that desire to be able to come together, together and mm-hmm. and play as a unit and make a run, man. Yeah. Make a run, make a real run. You know, not just only meet these expectations, but hopefully, possibly beat those expectations. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like being the underdog. That I like that mentality of being the underdog. I don't like it that that people are looking at the Clippers and say, "Oh, they're going to win the championship," because that's just gonna that just sets a precedent for them to just talk smack about the Clippers again if they don't make it, especially yeah. if they don't get past the second round or or so on. But I have a feeling that they'll at least make it to the conference finals for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, you heard it here first on Clips Ahoy. <laughs> and uh, well, the other big thing we got going for us is uh, we got really good coaching. Yes. Yeah. You know what? I, I didn't think Doc Rivers would have lasted this long, man. 
I forgot to add that Tyro- Tyrone Liu is, is joining Doc Rivers. Oh, yeah. that's right, yeah, Tyrone Liu. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's just interesting how we have all these like former point guards, Doc Rivers, <laughs> Sam Cassell. And that's how it usually is, man. I love Tyrone Liu. If you, if you guys want to see Tyrone Liu's uh, best play, <laughs> just, just look up, look up uh, uh, Tyrone Liu, Allen Iverson, <laughs> Step Over. Wow! The first thing when you search up Tyrone Liu on YouTube is that. When he gets stepped over by Alan Iverson. <laughs> the second one is probably like when the mint like escapes his mouth and it became a meme. Oh shit. That was so funny. Anywho. He's a decent coach. Oh well, yeah. I, I mean, mean he's a championship coach. Even though he did have LeBron. Yeah, you have LeBron. Yeah. yeah. So I would consider him like a good coach. Especially cool. like well, I, I, yeah, he's definitely an asset. I think he's definitely gonna bring something to the team and help out Doc and be able to yeah. Potentially, uh, you know, get us further than we've gone before. Yeah, man. And I just like the fact that Doc has been super consistent and yeah. and just been all about about the grind and and just kind of sticking to what he knows. And I think it's, I think having a coach that's that's been there for that long adds a lot of credibility and a lot of stability to the organization mm-hmm. as a whole. I think a lot more players are are much more comfortable of showing up and being part of the organization, knowing that that coach has been committed to the Clippers yeah. for that long. You know, he was a pretty crappy GM. I'm glad he's not. Oh, yeah. You I know, about shout out yeah. to Jerry West. He was oh, the, yeah, he's the mastermind, the, the humble mastermind. The last two seasons. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's He's been like, hey, Jerry West, you're doing magic stuff. And he's like, oh, no, it's not me. It's just, it's just the Clippers organization. I'm... I'm just there, just to lend a word. And That's all I'm doing. Lawrence My. Frank, the GM, says props to Jerry West right after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, we went way off of Kawhi Leonard on that one. All right, so let's bring it back in. So uh, let's talk about some of the newer acquisitions, uh, aside from Kawhi. Um, so, so there's Paul George, mm-hmm. who we briefly mentioned, but he's also part of that big uh, offseason we just had joining Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Apparently there were talks of Kawhi talking to Paul George about forcing a trade from OKC to the Clippers, kind of making it the final piece the Clippers would have in order to get Kawhi. And that was just crazy in itself, too, because I just wanted Kawhi, and then all of a sudden we get Kawhi and Paul George. <laughs> yeah, like, that wow. came out of nowhere. As far as I understood is that, because he had just signed... Like a three-year contract or something with uh, OKC. Yeah, the year before. Yeah, and I remember he like announced it at like some nightclub or some strip club or something. <laughs> like I'm over here at OKC, and I'm be here for two, three years. Yeah, YG Young Trace, what's up? Is it Trace? Yeah, Trace. Oh, is it YG Trace? <laughs> oh man, it's spelled, it's spelled Trace. I think you're just thinking. Of no, Trace see, and see, like even Bruce disagrees with me, right? <laughs> Yeah, you tell yeah, him. Now he's quiet. Yeah, now he's quiet. Um, but, yeah, you, but you know how that is. It was the same thing that happened with, like, he re-signed for another contract with the Clippers. Well, we, oh, we forced them. That's the yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's Whereas Paul George forced his way. I, yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's forceful. But yeah. Poor Blake, man. We'll, we'll, we'll leave that for another one. Yeah, see, you feel that too, huh? He got did dirty. I mean, but he, it was for the better of the team, man. Yeah, I know how it feels. That's pretty crappy, but... Uh, Blake, you're listening. Uh, there's a lot of broken hearts, man. But you're doing good in Detroit. 
So we, we only wish the best for you. At least I do. I love you, Blake. Are we just going to send this podcast to Blake? Or <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to care. I was going to send a restraining he order does. back. He never responds <laughs> so to my DMs. Our fans are our moms and Blake Griffin. <laughs> Respond to my DMs, Blake, please. I like your comedy. All right, so uh, you want to talk about uh, Patrick uh, Patterson now, or? Uh... Oh, well, I mean, we can still talk about Paul George. And no, 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 Paul George, Paul George, yeah, Paul George. How is he going to contribute to the team? Because I feel like, well, in addition to Kawhi, this is the first time we have like an elite wing. Because we've always had like an elite power forward. Mm-hmm. We've always had like a pretty good point guard, whether it was Chris Paul, Sam Cassell, even yeah. Chris Paul's backup. Was it Chauncey Phillips that one year? Yeah. Um, so this is the first time we actually have like an elite wing uh, with Paul George and Kawhi. Mm. Paul George being, I guess, the more dynamic athlete, which is more exciting to watch. But then again, like they all, they both have their interesting. And they both are local. That's right. To uh, Southern California, uh, born and raised. Well, kind of. Well, close enough. Man. I mean. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Was it Moreno Valley for Kawhi? Yeah, Moreno Valley is Kawhi. Fresno, which is, yeah. No, not Fresno. Oh, Palmdale. Oh, it went to Fresno State. Yeah, so. But, uh. The funny thing is, like, when Paul George got drafted that year by, was it the Pacers? Like, I could have sworn that I was looking at the draft boards and I'm like, man, I hope we get Paul George because there's all the all these interviews about how he was a Clipper fan and at that time we didn't have mm-hmm. a wing player. And then we drafted, I think, like, Yaroslav Korla from Russia. Jesus. <laughs> that guy never saw Thank any God, playing like, time. Thank God. I remember, I think he got traded before he even set foot on the court. <laughs> what an embarrassment. <laughs> Sorry, brought back bad memories. But now it came full circle and Paul George is now with the Clippers. Yeah, that deserves a walk plank on that one too. But with Paul George, he's coming off a shoulder injury last postseason. Yeah. He was actually... He finished in third in MVP voting, so he had a really good season up until that shoulder injury where it was kind of his downfall for the postseason. Um, so the expectations for this upcoming year with Paul George is that he's not going to start. That's the early reports. But what? I think there's reports now that he's still like training with the team. But first few months, I'll be out. Um, really? Well, man, but I feel like that's okay. Hey, man, what's your sources, man? <laughs> we we need to be a credible oh podcast here. You better set your sources. Spread rumors, uh, Mister Stephen A. Uh, Jason. <laughs> Stephen A. Jason. Um. Uh. Yeah, the fact that he ended third is pretty awesome. Um. Uh, you know, granted that he ended up getting injured. Um. But, but I've already seen, like, videos on Instagram, and he seems like he's he's really, uh, you know, fitting in nicely so far, and and he's, you know, he's working uh, hard, and, and if you guys check out the Instagram, like, you can see them working out. Like, LA Clippers social media has gotten a lot better as opposed to, like, maybe five years ago, man. Like, I don't know if you remember, but there used to be, like, videos of this chick named Madeline Burke. Oh, yeah. She was super cute. That, uh... She's doing big things. I think she's doing, like, FSN stuff. I think she's, like, a reporter with the New York Giants. Oh, That's okay. Called. Yeah, but she's doing big things, I think. Hi, Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's our fifth listener. 
<laughs> writing down our listener count. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, yeah, so go, and go I think statistically, too, I was looking at the basketball reference site where they list all the stats. I think last year was the st- statistically Paul George's best season. Like, And this is, he's 29 years old, so he's like, yeah, coming like dead in his prime. Yeah. yeah. And he had that gruesome injury a couple years back, too, so. It's kind of good to see him getting recognition as being one of the top five players. Yeah. Or in this case, top three. Not not to mention the fact that his best year will probably be with the Clipper franchise if he uh, stays with us the next yeah. uh, several seasons. Mm. So that's, that's it with Paul George. Our next player that we obtained during the offseason is Mo Harkless, or Maurice Harkless. Mm-hmm. Um, he was an acquisition we had before we signed Kawhi and Paul George and he's coming from the Portland Trailblazers uh, he plays small forward he's pretty young still 26 and from what I recall he was mostly a defensive asset with the Trailblazers but if you read anything about him a lot of fans praise him for like his effort and his defense um, looking at his numbers right now, it looks like he wasn't that good of a three-point shooter, so I can't call him a 3-and-D guy. But I think he'll be able to fit in like nicely with the, the team. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know too much about Mo Harkless. Um, I guess he doesn't... I mean, a lot of folks are praising him for yeah his defensive prowess and whatnot. I, I just don't know enough. And that's not to discount his ability. I'm sure he's really good at what he does. I just don't know too much about him. But, I mean, if they're praising the guy already at this point, you know, this early on, then, I mean, they're already calling the, the Clippers, like, uh, what was it, Clutch City? Or Clamp, Clamp City. Clamp City. Clamp City. I'm, I'm tripping Clutch City. Clutch City. Houston. Houston. <laughs> uh, so much for clutching that one. Um so, I mean, yeah, Clint City. I don't know if that's there. Oh, is their mascot Clutch? Clutch that bear? Yeah. I like the bear. The bear's pretty funny. <laughs> he throws cakes in people's faces. Um, yeah, so... I don't know. I don't know. What, do you, what do you feel? Sorry about the tangent, but what do you feel about the... Uh, the bear? No, no, no. Our... Uh, our what was it, Clippy or... Uh... <laughs> oh, Chuck yeah, the Condor. Yeah, yeah, sorry, not, not Clippy the Paperclip, but yeah, Chuck, yeah. You know, I regret not going to the game where they introduced Chuck the Condor. They gave out free Chucks there. Yes, oh, okay. man, they gave out free Chucks. Okay. Like like wheel Chucks? Yeah. Re- no. no. <laughs> like Converse Chucks. Oh, yeah, Converse Chuck, Chucks, man. Chuck Taylor's. Okay. Yeah, dude, right. that's why they named him after that, because he legit wears Chucks. Yeah. He wears Converse Chuck Taylor's. Um, I think the design is a little campy, but, I mean, they perfectly well, it's a mascot, good. You know. Yeah, but... For the kids. Yeah, it's for the kids. Yeah. And... I um, think it's worked out so far. Yeah. I think and, it's I, I know in the beginning, out. people had their reservations, like... <clears throat> Oh, why a condor? That's random. Yeah. But then again, it's like... It's the California condor. Yeah. Which is... Is it the official bird? State bird, yeah. Yes. It's a state bird, right? Yep. So... And then last year they introduced his little brother, I think. What? I forgot his, his little name. brother? I forgot his name. I, I must have missed that. They had a viral video last season. Um, they did like... Was it History of Viral Songs or something like that? What the heck? So they were doing like a home dance. Like, you know the... 
that one viral video on YouTube, like when YouTube made that history of dance. History of what? But this one. <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. Ah, oh, never mind. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? I'm here. trying to look up Not the Condor's little buddy. But the YouTube video, like the history of dance, where it's like some dude at like a talent show and he does all. Oh yeah, it looks kind of like uh, like almost like the end of Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. And then it's just the guy's evolution of dance? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. evolution. Sorry, and, okay, all right. Yeah. All so right. the Clipper mascots did a spin off that last season with just like viral um, dance songs. Mm-hmm. So, like the Baby Shark and the Drake song, the In My Feelings. Yeah. Oh, I, I think you brought up a very good topic. I, I just pulled up uh, Chuck's stats here. Um, so. So they, this is literally on, on the Clippers site. Meet Chuck, okay? He's part of the NBA league. His favorite team is the Clippers. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. <laughs> His favorite shoes. Where are they from? Chuck Taylor. Red Chucks. I was going to say Jordans. What, what, what's, what, what's his favorite hometown? <laughs> LA. Hey! And if, and, uh, uh, what's, do you guys know the number on his uh, jersey? Is it the year he was introduced? No. Come on, guys. I don't know. What what, what year did the Clippers move to L.A.? Uh, that was, was in 84. There you go. Oh. But it wasn't 84, then. Oh. It's, it's 2 and 3. Oh, area code. Uh, sorry, I have a 3 one out area code. Well, I got a 714. <laughs> it's still in L.A. County. Yeah, I know. I'm more original. <laughs> whoa, whoa, take it easy. Take it easy, tough guy. So he's a California condor. Do you want to know what his favorite snack is? Uh, it's actually children. sounds pretty disgusting, but... <laughs> What'd you say? Children. 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 <laughs> no, that's the Toronto Raptor mascot. He eats people. Well, he's a raptor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His favorite snack is peanut butter and spam sandwiches. Why? I don't know, man. I think that's what they feed, like, real condors and stuff. I'd be messed up. Um, so, wait. And his favorite position, the center of attention, and his hobbies are tumbling, dancing, and dunking. And with that, Moharkless. Moharkless. <laughs> Let's take a break for, like, a couple minutes. Welcome back to the Clips Ahoy podcast. Did you enjoy our sponsors? <laughs> I hope you heard silence. <laughs> but uh, but just in case if you hear like giggling or randomness in the background, uh, we're joined by, by the, uh, the the real captain of the house or the ship here. Uh, it's uh, Karen. Just say hi, Karen. Hello, everyone. <laughs> okay. See, so... Um, so we were just talking about Chuck, Mo, Mo, Mo Hartman, right? and Chuck the Condor. <laughs> get get right. Uh, Chuck well, the Condor. We're still talking about spam and peanut butter. Yeah. So apparently the mascot for Chuck the Condor, uh, his favorite um, uh, snack is peanut butter and spam. So uh, that sounds disgusting. So don't well, judge. We can only hope. That Mo Harkless becomes our peanut butter and spam friends. <laughs> wow. They go together so well. <laughs> Anyways, so. So, 
The next two people that we obtained their off season. Uh, good luck pronouncing his name. Is. Riondu Cabin Jelly. And Terrence Mann. <laughs> Terrence Mann. So these two we picked up in the, the draft. Um, was it June? Um, so our first pick was Cabin Jelly. I'll just call him Kevin Jelly. It's not Kevin Gelly, right? Kevin Gelly? I don't know. Yeah. I'm probably butchering it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, We're all probably the butchering it. I don't know if we'd watch the draft, we probably wouldn't have been able. We're going to have, he's going to have a nickname. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure the broadcasters are going to call him, like, <laughs> Captain Jelly. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> you heard it here first. Captain <laughs> Jelly. Coined <laughs> coin <laughs> off Clips Away. Clips Away. But he was like, Anyways, he was our first round draft pick. Um, he's the power forward slash center. He's athletic. It looks like he can shoot the three. Um, and has like good hands around the rim offensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a big debut during summer league too, where he averaged some good numbers. Um, the question with him is that he has bad news. Uh, so we don't know how much he's actually going to contribute this upcoming season. Yeah, yeah. bad news are bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying because there's a lot of players that have had bad knees. Rest, the, rest in peace, Greg Oden. But oh um, man. too soon. <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, that's that's Way to uh, go for the knees. Yeah, man. But the that's, that's interesting. The, that's the bee's knees. <laughs> interesting fact about him is he's the Kembe Matumbo's nephew. You don't oh, say nepotism. Alright. Well, not nepotism. <laughs> Favoritism, then. <laughs> what do you mean? Matumbo's not even, like, quite a part. I'm, I'm just saying. Oh, oh you do, like, the way he... Yeah, the way he um, got in, you know? I'm just saying. Uh, maybe. You know, people maybe. got some influence. Did he have good defense, at least? No, actually... No, he's, he's athletic. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't consider him raw. Like, he's not, like, a project. He has some skill. Uh, I don't know mm. what our depth chart looks like, but... Maybe he's playing behind Zubat. I don't know. Ooh. We'll see. If, he's, if he actually sees some playing time, though. And then Cause there's... Because it, it'll be Zubat, and then backing him up would be Trez. Yeah. And then backing Trez up during maybe garbage time would probably be... <laughs> Kevin Gelly? <laughs> Kevin Jelly? Captain Jelly. Okay. Can I just call him Matumbo's nephew? Okay. Just call him nephew. nephew. Just call him nephew. Nephew Jelly. Yeah, nephew. <laughs> nephew Jelly. Um, but in regards to uh, uh, Terrence Mann... Uh, yeah, interesting person. Too. Yeah. Yeah, solid D. He looks like he has all the skills to be like a, a role player in the league. I feel like he's going to go the way of Sundarius Thornwell, Trey Tompkins... All of those rookies that just uh, kind of just stay in the background. They showed some potential and, like, and then they just small minute sample. Prove me wrong, Terrence. Yeah, Prove me wrong. Yeah. Wow, what were you saying? That you almost hopefully got you get some play time. You almost got that triple-double? Oh, yeah. So in the summer yeah. league, he almost got a triple-double. Yeah. Who, who was he playing against on that? <laughs> I have to be honest. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Clips Ahoy. The views from three casuals about the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah, I heard a rumor that something happened. Do you know anything about that? Nah. I don't know. What are you talking about? Who do they play for again? I don't know. Somebody the Clippers? What? Well, we do have like a highlight video. I'll just briefly yeah. look at it. Oh, no, so so we're, we're, we're going uh, a video on an audio media here. 
you guys will probably see a YouTube link or something, maybe, kind of yeah. showcasing uh, Homeboy's uh, talents. And I'm assuming there's probably summer league footage somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So that triple double, or almost triple double, was against the Wizards. So it's not the most impressive team to play against, but. <laughs> Either way, like for a rookie to almost get a triple double in summer, like, you don't hear that often. Here's here's a fun fact about the Wizards: they used to be called the Washington Bullets. Flat, flat, flat. <laughs> 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 you probably know reasons why they decided not to keep the Bullets' names. Another random fun fact from Carlos, <laughs> exclusively <laughs> on Clips Ahoy. The more you know. <laughs> Alright, so uh, you want to move on now to uh, some farewells? <laughs> we could skip Patrick Patterson. Yeah, Patrick Patterson. <laughs> he's a veteran. Like, yeah, man. He's, he's just, been around the league. He's just there. But that, guy's, about that guy's old, man. It's more, like, I guess, leadership in terms of the locker, maybe. I, I almost that. got him uh, confused with Ruben Patterson, who is the known oh, the Kobe, Kobe stopper. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't stop Kobe. So that was pretty funny. <laughs> Anyways, next! So, our next section is going to be our farewell tour. So, the people that left us during the off-season. So, during that trade for Paul George, we got rid of, I'd say, like, two solid contributors to last year's run. Um, SGA and Danilo Gallinari. So, um, S- SGA was our... SGA was the future like, of the Clippers yeah, at the he time. Looked, he looked yeah. like he was going to be our... Shining prospect for yeah. the next couple of years. And Shining was was pretty good because he got he got drafted along with um, Jerome Robinson. Yep, Jerome still Robinson. with the team. He's still with the team, but he got he got downgraded to the developmental league. Yeah, which is the, the yeah the G League the G League, and he did okay there from what I understood. But it was Shy that really stuck out, and he came clutch in the playoffs too, and. Um, but yeah, it's sad to see him go, man. Uh, it's weird because I, I didn't want to see him go either. But then again, if we're trading him and we're making this championship run, we gotta get rid of, or not get rid. Well, yeah. we, we gotta make we, we gotta make yeah strategic uh, moves for for the current season. You know? it's, it's, it was, I think it was definitely the right trade to make. You know, mm-hmm. we we hate to see him go, but when we see what we got. Yeah, I mean, it was worth it. Essentially, you're the, you're there, you're selling an investment in Shy. Hopefully, he does well in um, you know in the future, and um, they they see that potential and whatnot. And, and OKC won't feel so crappy about like I can't believe we got this guy for Paul George. But yeah. I have confidence in Shy. Shy's cool, cool beans. He yeah, has he a, he has like, a drip. Yeah, and uh, he seems like a hard worker too. Yeah. Like a lot of. The veterans on the team gave him credit, like Patrick Beverly and Lou Williams. They're kind of, I guess, his mentors mm-hmm. when he was here with the Clippers. So it looks like he's hopefully he's going to like a new beginning. Hopefully, starting off fresh start, leading. I don't know. I'm trying to uh, trying to uh, kind of bring out those words. Sorry. Um. Anyways, next up. Uh, Danilo Gallinari. I don't know if they refer to him as the Italian Stallion or anything. But, <laughs> Only uh, you do. <laughs> Rocky Baba, what's up? Uh, <laughs> In the Clipper game, they would start calling Sly too now. <laughs> they would play like a song, like I don't know, maybe like. 
it would be like Danilo. What is the hell? <laughs> it sounded like some like fan made it, but oh, I guess I it was like an operatic Italian three tenors or something. <laughs> you know, dude. Uh, I am. He was a really good Ford. I think he was definitely past his prime. I think we we're overpaying him way too much for what he was doing. Yeah, I think he was being way overpaid. I mean, we did overpay him, but the guy was injured like more than half of the time. But then last year, it was like he was almost fully healthy. But yeah, man, but that was too late, too soon, man. No, no, I'm just saying. He was. You mean too too little, too late? Too little, too late, man. Too late, too soon. (laughs) Too late, too soon. Is that what was his injury? Like a bruised buttocks? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's good that we got rid of him. I mean, he was a good forward, but now we have a true forward um, in Kauai, which we haven't really had a true forward in a long time. Well, I think the biggest difference between them two, aside from like championships, is just the fact that Kauai can guard like the elite wing players in the league, whereas Gallinari couldn't. Mm. So like the LeBron, the mm. What's his name? Giannis. Mm-hmm. He'd go toe-to-toe. He'd go hard in the paint. Even Harden. Or even, like, Draymond Green. So, like... Mm-hmm. I mean, he's more like, for the for the bulkier, taller guys, in my opinion. Paul George, I think he's a little bit mm-hmm. But... But, um, yeah, that's just me. Danilo, I just didn't really... I, thought, I don't know. I just thought the guy was overpaid for, for what... I'm, so I'm just glad we got rid of that salary and Replaced it with a better one. But, um. I don't like. <laughs> go, go write him a letter or something. Email him. Send him the podcast. Tweet him. Say, hey, Danilo, come back, baby, please. Grazie. <laughs> Prego. Now you're just saying random. <laughs> All right. So we, we have one other loss uh, that's uh, not a player uh, Ralph Lawler. So. I know he's he's been a big part of uh, my life in the last uh, you know decade or two, just because any game you listen to, you know, yeah, he's the one coming through. He gives his voice is very very unique, uh, kind of similar to um, what's his face uh, Dodgers uh, Vince Scully. Yeah, Vince Scully. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was the Vince Scully in the NBA. A, yeah, he's he has a very he's a very very char- characteristic voice. Like it's it's very Recognizable. Yeah, very recognizable. And then the catchphrases. Yeah. Say it, man. Say it with passion. Lawler's Law. First of 100. Now you're doing Bingo. Wow, that was just really bad. It sounded like you're at a bingo parlor or something. Well, that's what he sounded like. You're supposed to say it really loud and very, like, energetic. Hey, look, check this out. Pretend I'm doing the three. Do the three. Carlos goes. Poof. Oh, I thought you were going to do it. No, you do it. <laughs> okay. You're showing me Only 10 seconds on the clock. Five, four, three, two, one. Cordos goes for the three. Danilo! Yeah, you go! I don't think Ralph Lawler had No way Ralph Lawler had that. Oh, jeez. You put some effort in that one. You can see the veins on your head, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Yeah, we're going to miss And also, uh, and then and your response to me being Blake Griffin and I'm going hard in the paint, and I juke, and then I go in for, for, and I toss it up in the air, and I give it to DJ, and DJ just slams it in, and what do you yell? 
Hello, I'm the jam. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is exclusively here on Clips of Hawaii. You guys want to hire uh, Jason uh, for your parties or to commentate your basketball games with your man? The Ralph Waller imitation. Yes, yes, there you go. That's what all the kids wanted their birthday parties. <laughs> Mommy, I want the Ralph Waller to come to my house. Asian Ralph Waller. Oh, man. Okay, so, um, funny enough, and, and um, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but a lot of folks, because Ralph Lawler has officially retired, um, there's talks about him uh, actually possibly looking into starting his own podcast. What? I know, man. We, got, we have competition now. Uh, you better watch out, Ralph. We're, we're coming for you. you. There you go. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. And yeah, you can see Jason. are vicious. <laughs> Jason's coming like, into our space, what? man. Why are you take our money with him? Oh, jeez. He's looking for, like, sponsors and, and just how the process works in general and what that podcast would even talk about. But um, it's just something that he's throwing out there. There's nothing guaranteed. But um, it's just something that the fans have been kind of clamoring for just because, obviously, they'll miss his voice as he literally was the voice of the Clippers, um, you know, during these past seasons. So it's going to be a little weird um, not hearing his voice, but he is getting replaced by uh, somebody else that's familiar to a lot of Clipper fans. Yes, he is. He was our radio radio host. Yeah, Mm -hmm. announcer. Brian Seaman. Mm-hmm. Am I saying right? I mean, you're the one that's chuckling at his last name for some oh, reason. But okay, he did chuckle. Chuck, Chuck the Condor, chuckler. Um, so he's gonna be the full time like host for our TV um, broadcast, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be joined by none other than Oh Chauncey's doing it, Mister Big Shot. What? Chauncey Billups. Man, Chauncey you Billups. You'd be surprised. I thought you would be like closer to the Pistons franchise. But... Yeah, I would have thought so, too. Well, he did have a good run. I'm still surprised. They, they've they kind of been going through this rotation of some other folks. Um, but I thought Bruce Bowen sucked. I thought um, he was okay, but he just didn't click with Ralph Long. Yeah, he... Um, he... He had his own podcast uh, for an, an NBA podcast. It was like the Bruce Bowen podcast. It was so stale. Um, it's, I mean, <laughs> who am I to talk? This is our first podcast. <laughs> and we got an air conditioner Jeez. running in the background. Now Jeez. we're going to get like yeah, email like, from Bruce yeah, Bowen. We're Bruce Bowen fans. We're going to be like, yes, we don't appreciate you guys talking smack about Bruce Bowen. Anyways. They're going um, to come under our feet. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. They're going to, when we try to do the three point shot, it's going to come under us. Try to break our ankles. And they're cutting our podcast yeah. and our feet. Jesus. Yeah, I could just imagine it now. Bruce Bowen, I'm looking out, man. I ain't taking no threes around you. No jump shots for me, man. I'm just going hard in the paint. Post up. <laughs> um, yeah, but Chauncey Billups, that's, that's surprising. I, I didn't know about that. Um, I But then again, there isn't really many, many um, former Clippers that I think would really fit the bill, or that would have that charismatic, um, yeah. um, there's no real like conversation with, uh, with, uh, I guess in this case, Brian Seaman out with Ralph Lawler, but, um, yeah, because I mean, Corey McGetty, 
was there for a little bit. So here's the thing. So Chauncey Billups has, he was a play-by-play with ESPN. Mm -hmm. So he still has that contract. So on those days where he has to be on ESPN, Mm -hmm. he's going to sub out with Corey Maggette and Mike Fratello. What did Mike Fratello have to do with the Clippers? Was he a Clipper? I think he was just always, like, a close friend of Ralph Lawler, and I think he used to host, or broadcast with Ralph Lawler. Hmm. Maybe, like, had, like, Ralph Lawler is like, hey, hey, Mike, I need you to, uh, be color commentator now that I'm retired. (laughs) And then it's like, I'm Mike Fratello. They would oh, send pigeon mothers to each yeah. other instead of text messages. Like, uh, and it was like, at least there wasn't the other Mike, Mike Smith. Sorry, Jason. That hurt you too hard. Why was he like that? It was for, like, off the radio. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I, I'm, I don't know too much about Mike Fratello. I mean, I, I've seen him commentate on a lot of TNT and just NBA games in general. Uh, he was just mainly a coach for the most part. Yeah. Um, as far as I understand, he didn't really... Yeah, I think he broadcasted a, little, a few games last season with Ralph Lawler. He seems okay, but he's yeah. not like a color commentator yeah, that yeah. you would expect a lot of energy from to be He's on. more of a... Yeah, he's more of the analytical yep. guy where he's like, oh, well, these stats and these stats... And these shots from here, and these shots from there, and whatnot. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm cool with that. I mean, I like build-ups in general. I mean, he, I, like, I, I always see him on ESPN, and, and whenever he gets, um, like, on any other uh, broadcast or whatnot. Yeah. And he's cool. He's not... So, it'll, it'll take some time to get used to. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, at least we get Brian Seaman. I mean, he's, yeah. his, his voice is very, very... Um, Familiar to me, at least when you listen to him on radio. Mm-hmm. Um, man, those good times when we had um, what was it? The uh, nine nine seventy the Beast. I think it was nine seventy the Beast. That was the uh, the AM radio station mm-hmm. that, uh, that the Clippers uh, used to play on. Uh, now they they they're still on there, but I mean it was called the Beast because it was just strictly a sports thing, and they I feel like it changed like, to three different radio stations the last like four years. Yeah. Because it was like 11.50 and then... Yes, yeah. I think now they're like on 5.90, I think. it's It's been a while since I heard them on the radio. Um, yeah, so that was that. Uh, right, Devin? You're damn right. Okay, and that, that was uh, Devin's... Uh, um, contribution. Contribution to that, to that section there. So our next section are our expectations for the upcoming season. So right now we have the schedule in front of us. Um, I was thinking we could do a little game, but I think Carlos brought up a better. Wow. I think it's easy. We're gonna perfect season. Eighty-two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the tremble in your voice when you said, "Yeah." I'm like, okay, <laughs> that confidence right there. Yeah, no. When uh, Golden State did it a couple years back, man, they looked tired. In the I mean, yeah. Towards the end of the season, it's like they didn't really care about it. <laughs> But they still were pretty close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they didn't win the championship that year. Yeah, that's what they. Mm-hmm. I'd rather. Win. The I'd rather. Win. Yeah, so I guess the record. Healthy right? and win and with a subpar record, or have the most amazing record and lose at the end. So I would take the subpar record anytime. So, do you want to go over the first uh, couple of weeks of the? Uh, 
Regular season or go over preseason win, wins and losses? What do you uh, I think preseason, no one cares about Nobody that. cares about the preseason? <laughs> well, because we win them all, right? Guys, if you wanted to hear a preseason talk, you can blame Jason. Uh, please send all hate mail to... Like, uh, we'll have a separate podcast where we're talking about the preseason, and it's just <laughs> Carlos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you can also talk about our G League team, too, as well. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> But we could look at some of the important games. Like I think later on during the season, we could do what you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Um, like forecast the next or predict the next. Two yeah, games. well, well, just just talking for first game of the season uh, at home against uh, the Lakers. We're gonna win that game because that that's a rivalry that goes deep, and there, there's no way that we're we're not gonna bring our you know a it's, game it's to to that. On paper, we should win that game. Oh, well, yeah. This is well, it's the same thing that happens uh, for the last several years with Golden State. You know, in the regular season, our win record against them is over 500. You know, we, we beat them more times than we lose to them during the regular season. It's in it's in the postseason. You know, we mm. have a little more trouble. But, uh, no, yeah, I think uh, we're definitely going to start the season strong and we're going to come in swinging because we're going to best put our best I feel like that's how it always is when we play the Lakers like everyone plays on the chip chip on their shoulder you keep on saying it's not a rivalry but it is a rivalry I think and Laker fans can't stop talking about the Clippers especially this year it's funny because it's like the Lakers approach it as if they have nothing to prove but then it kind of just sets them up as if they have nothing yeah, the only, the only thing I ever hear from Laker fans is, well, how many championships have you won, right? Or, yeah. wow, you guys cover up our banners in the, in the yeah. stable. Yeah, we cover that Taylor Swift banner. <laughs> you always thought it's still up there. Yeah, that Taylor Swift banner's still up there. They're proud of that stuff. Laker fans are proud of t- t- Taylor Swift. <laughs> Anyways, I think yeah. I think we're going to have a good start to the season. Yes. I think, I think that's a good game. I think the fact that it's a home game. Um, there, there's a definite difference in the feel of the stadium. You think when with, it's Clippers. without Paul George? Let, let's say he's... Yeah, yeah, I think without Paul without? George, I think, you know, the Lakers are going to come in with the similar problems that the, the Clippers are going to have. They're not going to have the, oh, the, the mesh, the chemistry of... Uh, oh, yeah, they, they have a, they have yeah. a lot of folks. Exactly. And again, it, you can't have a one-man team with LeBron. And so... It's going to take a while for the team to work as a unit. And that is true. Yeah. And then we still have our six men of the year. Yeah. Lou Williams yeah, yeah, and Trez. Will. So we could always rely on them. Trez. Lakers. Ben Shemley. I'm sure. To be honest. Yeah. I, I put money on that. I think Pat Bev. Those are the, the main ones that yeah. are... Still, but it, it, it's a the ship it's a strong start because our second our second game is an away game against Golden State, so which we should win. But again, we'll see. Yeah. The Warriors are always good. Isn't it so cool to not hear Warriors in the championship contention nowadays? Yeah. I don't know. I still, good, I still put them in the playoff room. Jason, you're, you're on the Clippers podcast right now. <laughs> no, I, I got to be honest. So, so honestly, I think we're still going to probably end up playing the uh, Golden State in, in the first round of the postseason. But I think it's going to be the opposite, that we're oh, going to be in the top seed. Because I, I got full confidence that we're going to... We're going to come out of this season with a great record. 
And I think Golden State is definitely on a downward swing right now. And they're probably going to be uh, in a little bit of flux, maybe a little bit of rebuilding, but they're not going to be a contender like they were last year. Hmm. Well, I mean, given... Um, just kind of add on what the first game is. Um, I think it's going to be a huge statement to make sure that the Clippers win that first game. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly confident that the Clippers are going to get the win. But, I mean, they do have um, Anthony Davis now on the Lakers with LeBron, which is almost like a Twin Tower kind of a deal, kind of a thing. Um, and it's uh, they're, they're, they're two big structures, and, and they could definitely command the tempo of the game. But they have just a bunch of little puzzle pieces that are just kind of out of nowhere that are just being put together for the team. So I think there's a lot more weight that they're going to have to carry as opposed to the weight that maybe Paul George and uh, Kawhi would have to carry in that case. That's just me, but... And also, our coaching staff is the same. For the most part, the same. Mm-hmm. The Lakers, they're starting off with their new coaching staff. They have, uh, Lakers have Frank Vogel, yeah. who was former coach for the Indiana Pacers, when Paul George was actually on there. Oh, that's true. And, um, damn, you made me think about Roy Hibbert. Where Hibbert just disappeared. Um, uh, and um, yeah, after that, that this, you just gotta have to hope that the experience plays a factor um, of them playing with each other. Um, so, just looking at the schedule, um, also just in general, it looks like the Western Conference is gonna be uh, it's gonna be a massacre, like in terms of like. Playing each other and the whole league is made up of, uh, of duels now, man. You have Anthony Davis and LeBron. LeBron. You have Kawhi and and Paul George. Uh, Boston, they have Kemba and I guess Hayward. And or, I don't know if, yeah, if they still have uh, or, yeah, Katie and Kyrie. And if, funny enough, um, Devin just pulled up. Uh, the latest prices on SeatGeek for the very first game. It's pretty crazy. I'll, I'll let Devin speak on that. Yeah, well, we're looking at even nosebleed seats up to, uh, like, two, starting at $200. $200, so, man. For, for, can you imagine that when t- 10, 15 years ago, Funny. how much a Clippers seat would cost, man? We yeah. used to pay $5 for those seats. Yeah, or just, you'd have to, you know, get them for free from <laughs> some kind donate of, like, some blood. Yeah, yeah, donate some blood. <laughs> Or, or donate some cans. Yeah. Or, you know, use a coupon at the Ralph's. Just pick up tickets off get, the street. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Now you're looking at Courtside for uh, $27,000. What? I don't know who's going to buy that, but <laughs> someone's selling it for it. 27000 bucks for Courtside? Holy shit. Yeah. Damn. Okay, why am I acting like I'm the only one that's shocked at this? It's like you guys are you're just not responding to 27000 like it's fun change. Excuse me, rich guys. <laughs> okay, so they won't comment on that on, a, on fiscal. No, the, the, the prices are like insane. Like, even last year, well, when we, whenever we played the Lakers, the 
Price is Real Stone. So oh, yeah. Just because it was LeBron's first season with them. Yeah. So now, colliding these two superstars in the same city. Oh, yeah. Playing it's each other. Nuts. It's just going to be insane um, in terms of the pricing of the tickets. I wonder how the dynamic between the fans are going to be now, too, going to those games. Because I think going to those Laker Clipper games... It, are you wondering about all the bandwagoners, how many Clipper fans there's going to be now versus Lakers? No, I don't think... You know, I think there's going to be an increase well, in because Clippers now fans in the, general. The expectations for both fan bases is championship yeah. at this point. So it's just... This I, is the first I, I think time the Lakers are looking more at a pipe dream. But, yeah. <laughs> this is the first time this, like, it's happened. Like, that's their expectation both yeah. for both franchises. Yeah. I remember the last time the Lakers had these amazing super team. it was with uh, Kobe. Paul Gasol. Paul Gasol. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Steve Bynum. Nash. Oh, sorry. Andrew Bynum. <laughs> and Dwight Howard. That was like the yeah. amazing... Uh... Oh, no, wait, hold on. Bynum wasn't with that team at the time. No. He was at the 76ers. So he had a bad hairdo. replaced Steve Nash. Holy with shit. <laughs> yeah, he ended Steve up... Nash with Rondo. Dwight's still <laughs> Yeah, they, they have... The fact that Dwight came back is weird. But, yeah, so here's hoping um, he doesn't contribute a lot. Looking at the rest of the schedule, I guess all the games against, like, the top Western teams are going to be important. Whether it's against Houston, against the Blazers. I'd even put Utah up there now, since they have Mike Conley. Yeah. Um, Mike Conley's way overpaid. I just think everyone's underpaid. <laughs> Mike Conley's always been like a solid like, he, he He's a point guard for Memphis Grizzlies, and um, they paid him an exorbitant amount of money. But he was good. He's okay. He was good, like, I mean, maybe back in injured. 09 to, like, maybe 2012. And then he got re-signed, like, a couple years after that, and I was like, no, man, that's just too much, dude. They were, like, main rivals, like him, Randall. He was getting paid more than LeBron, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, that was the biggest contract at that time, and that was, like, what was it? They just did some, like, adjustments to the salary cap that year. Yeah. So he was the first benefactor from that whole change. So, um, we're looking at the future Jerry West here and Jason, with Jason West, with his, uh, I believe that his salary knowledge and his cap knowledge will oh, yeah, speak no, wonders in the future. I'm an expert on the South Beach. What other teams? Um, the Spurs. Like, yeah. they're, they're always in it. Yeah, Woody. Uh, the Spurs. Yeah, Spurs are. Is Popovich still coaching? Yep. He's still deciding to coach? He's, he's still coaching. Man, that guy. I get props to Pop. I was trying saying that three times fast. So props to Pop. Props to Pop. Props to Pop. Gotta have my pops. Alright, um... <laughs> that guy... That guy's, like, legend in regards to the coaching. I think the only other um, coach that was that lasted, you know, in terms of age, was probably Jerry Sloan in Utah. Oh, yeah. Back then. Back then. Also, the Kings coach. I forgot his name. Oh, Rick Adelman. Yeah. Damn, he brought me back. Rick Adelman. Holy moly. Also, uh... That's his name. He used to be the coach of the Mavs and Warriors. Nelson, Don Nelson. Oh, snaps. And he went to the Nuggets at one point. Apparently he's like a hippie now. But <laughs> he got fired, I think. Like, I think there's an, a recent interview where he just like, has long hair, 
wearing like these like what the heck? sunglasses that sunglasses and long hair you live your life Nelson you live your life you enjoy that that money I remember when you got when you got coach of the year and then like in preseason they fired you that was messed up and that was cold but you enjoy your life man you don't know you don't owe anything to anybody yeah Don Nelson yeah you tell him Don Nelson yeah <laughs> So some other Western Conference teams that we haven't mentioned, the Denver Nuggets. No. They, they still have everyone in How time. Them, why is it that they have Denver Nuggets so high? Who's who's on the team that's... Jokic. Jokic, Jokic is, really is, is, is the rookie, right? No. the rookie. Oh, yeah, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking Donkic. Uh, Luke, Luke, no, Luka Donkic. That's Luka, the Luka, Dallas have, man. Oh my gosh, it's just these players, they have such similar last names. Um... Uh, so Denver's still up there. Like they have everyone, most of the core members from last season. Who do you? And I think they placed what second last year. Yeah, man. They're second or third, which is weird. Yeah, just kind of came out of nowhere. But that's why they're probably seeded so high. Yeah. Know. So they, they're a team we have to worry about. Uh, we don't really have a big man that could guard Jokic. What What about the Houston Rockets? Uh, okay. Now with no CP3. I know. But they have uh, your boy Russell Westbrook. From Gardena. Yeah. Brody, from losing your high school, represent... From GG. Yep. I went to Hawthorne, but and losing her was our rival, so we just called him Loserfinger. Loserfinger High School. Ooh, that'll they, tell them. Yeah, that'll tell them. <laughs> that's, that's how we showed them. We were serious business, and they would call us Popcorn. Popcorn High School, because we were Hawthorne High School. Yeah, I was so dumb. I feel like everyone thinks the Rockets are a big question mark. It's either they do really well or really bad. Man, it's going to be Harden and Westbrook uh, struggling on who's going to keep the ball for the longest. I don't think it's going to work out. But I mean, it'll work out with him and Paul George. So I don't see why not. The coach. Oh, yeah. Um, see, because the... the the thing is with Russell is that he demands the ball a lot too, and James Harden literally throws his body into the paint and goes for the foul and gets the and one like most of the time. It's really annoying. Not as many and ones as you know one of the greater Clippers, aka Jamal Crawford, yeah. which the would just drive me four point play. Yeah, man, oh. that would drive me nuts sometimes. Anywho, but I think. In terms of how we stack against the Rockets, we have the defenders to guard there. Oh, yeah. So I, I feel like that would actually be a better matchup in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know. I'm just, just on paper. Bit on paper, it would look yeah. like a good match. Compared to the Nuggets, who we have, we literally have no one to stop Jokic. Like, I feel like he would be a problem for us. Um, Dallas, I don't see us having a problem with uh, Phoenix. Yeah, nope. That's uh, just Devin Booker getting his getting his money. Get paid, big man. Get paid. Um, uh, who else? As we talked about the Spurs, Trailblazers. Lillard's always a threat. Oh uh, yeah, you know what? They just both got paid and too. You didn't make the shot over Paul George. Mm. So. And um, yeah, the, the the Trailblazers are still gonna do pretty good. Um, I think with the Clippers, I think, in my opinion, I think they're probably the closest in regards to matching up a lot closely to the Clippers, in my opinion. I think also in our division, we keep forgetting about the Sacramento Kings. They were close to the AC at one point last season. 
They're still young. They have mm-hmm. talent too. They have the Aaron Fox. I feel like we're going to forget about them again during the regular season. Since we're in the same division, like we play them like four times during this season. So it's just yeah, but didn't something we, to think didn't about. Didn't we beat them every time last year? Maybe. I think our win-loss record against them is strong, is all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they might be, you know, one of the better teams, but I don't think they're going to pose a real challenge. Yeah, I think with the way that the Western has gotten just a lot more stacked, they have a less probability of making the playoffs this year. But they're they're stuck in the cycle that they keep on going young. I, it, it sucks because Boogie Cousins was on that team for, like, the longest, and he couldn't get over the hump. They only have a Holly Stein... No, he's on the Warriors now. What? Okay. Um, they have the uh, Marvin Bagley, who was the rookie last year. That's he what almost, I say. Who? He almost kind of, he was averaging like a double double, practically. <laughs> <laughs> You'll learn about them when we play them. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna sound like an owl the whole time. Who? 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 Yeah. So it looks like the Western Conference. It's going to be super competitive. Are we missing anybody? I think the top four teams, it looks like we'll probably know who are going to be in the top four. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like always, the bottom four is could be anyone at this point, except, I don't know, the Suns. Okay, so I'm going to say Memphis uh, Sorry, is, is, is uh, garbage. Um, who else? Uh, Pelicans have nobody left. We have all the former Lakers. <laughs> and like I said, no former player. nobody's left. And uh, Zion, the number one. Yeah, Zion, they... It's, they, it's going to take a while. Yeah, it's going to be a while. It'll be interesting if everything clicks, but I think it'll take maybe it's, one or two years. Just hopefully no more shoes rip. Um, <laughs> He's also wearing Paul George's shoes. Paul George's shoes. <laughs> Discount. Yeah. Probably have a sponsorship of warehouse shoes, yeah. Um, Minnesota? Minnesota... Minnesota is a little weird. They always um, took it on paper, but they never. Yeah, because they did. Everything they, they had a really good team when they had Jimmy Butler on there, but then he started like demanding that that nobody could get on his level and all of this stuff during practice. And it, I think he got traded. Right, he got traded to the Seventy Sixers. Yeah, and then he ended up signing with the Miami Heat, which is why I don't know. Um, well, he didn't even get signed. They. Somehow traded for him, which is kind of bizarre. Oh, in Miami, did they? Because Miami didn't even—they weren't even in the market for a free agent, but they somehow got I a free agent. Oops. Can't believe it's not Butler. All right. Ah. Ah. <laughs> uh, um, so I mean, we pretty much covered the Western Conference and then, and yeah. oh yeah, and then the Warriors. I mean. Uh, just, you know, not to, I'm just glad they're not a super team. Yeah. As much. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Clay and uh, but they're not, Curry. They're not as, like, big of a threat as they were. With oh, Curry. yeah. And and Draymond, he's kind of... There's no death lineup in the world. Yeah, with, with Draymond, he's just not as... It's only in the postseason. Yeah. And then also, they don't have Iguodala anymore, so... Yo, what's up with Iguodala? Supposedly there was, like, some kind of rumor that he was supposed to sign with the Clippers or something. But that's just, like, the BS or something. I don't know. They're saying he wants to sign with a com- uh, competing team. Uh-huh. 
so either the Lakers or the Clippers. And um, but the thing is, he's he got traded to Memphis, and he can't really demand the trade. Uh, he has to be to buy you out? yeah, he has to be bought out. But he's trying to force his way out, but yeah, there's no reason, there's no reason for Memphis to do that. Be really good backup. Well, they're saying Memphis might use him as like a trade chip in the middle of the season, oh, man. rather than getting the nothing for him. Give up all of our picks, man. Well, that's the thing. That's why <laughs> you have to think of as the in terms of like if you're the Grizzlies, like they need to get value back. They can't just pay him out for nothing. Mm. Yeah, they need players, not money. They're <laughs> <laughs> not to pay money to someone that they're not going to. Um. I don't know. I guess we could go over the top three Eastern teams. I don't want to go through all we of could, them. We could talk about the Eastern Conference team in the next podcast. Okay. The, yeah, Eastern, the Eastern teams from there. So that's pretty much it for, I guess, our expectations for that coming season. Mm-hmm. I think we went a little all over the place, but for the most part, we think we're championship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Yeah, definitely. Um... There's no doubt about it. It's just a matter of seeing how things play out. Staying Hopefully healthy. there's, yeah, staying healthy is super important. That was one thing that was a real big crutch with, uh, with Lob City Clippers because um, every time every time we would get close, it was Blake with a, with a, like a knee injury or, or, or CP with a, with a hamstring issue. Jeez. Yeah. That yeah. was just really annoying. I was back a lot. Mm-hmm. So but, did we want to end it here, or should we continue Yeah, I think on? we got a lot more to talk about. I think uh, no, that's probably all, all we can handle for uh, for this episode. Okay, sounds good. So, all you six fans out there, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed our podcast. We do have a Twitter account. It's at Clips Ahoy Podcast. And if you have any questions or feedback, you can also email us at clipsofwhitepodcast at gmail.com. And then if you guys have hate mail, please email it to jason <laughs> at gmail.com. Just a random Jason. <laughs> yeah, random Jason. <laughs> Remember to, uh, to like and subscribe. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, yeah, be honest. Give us some feedback on the podcast if you guys can, if you guys aren't. Yeah. If it's too long, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Or what you guys want to see or what you guys want us to talk about. Maybe when it went off the board. Yeah. Oh, do we go hell off the board? We we hit the backboard and and get the bricks and get the rebounds. We're hoping that this becomes a bi weekly thing. If things become more interesting, we'll see how things change in terms of frequency of the podcast. But thanks right. for listening. See you guys next time. We'll see, see you guys. guys. And we should probably have like a closing or something. Sign out. Not sign out, but like. No, but that's uh, like we all have like a little line. Like, this is Jason signing off. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is Jason sailing off. <laughs> <laughs> no, then you play Come Sail. Come Sail Away. Come Sail Away with me. <laughs> All right. That's terrible. <laughs> Just like Jason. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We'll catch you guys on the other Clips Ahoy uh, casts. And uh, we hope to see you guys in the short soon. Peace. <laughs>